great. Here, I got a, I actually got a joke. Um, cause I wanted to like, make sure you were like legitimately okay before making this actual joke. But, uh, <laughs> you said, uh, Hey, right now I'm having a spell. I'm trying to lay down and rest it up, but the world is spinning and I can't see. Uh, that's what I said when I was listening to this Jesse Ware album. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's that start was... the episode. <laughs> remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Damn, very short. <laughs> what? Round. Um, welcome to Ivan Mean to listen to that, the podcast where you go through albums. We're going to keep that in. We're going to put, we're just going to like, just like, this is, this, this is just going to be a very raw, we're just going to raw dog the audio of um, okay. the episode. Mm. Um, <laughs> raw doggio. Raw doggio. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we're we're going to, um, yeah, this is going to be very loose. We're going to have a good time. We're just going to take it easy. Um, but welcome to the show. Welcome to Ivan Mean to listen to that, the podcast where you go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests i'm andrew ambrose lee i'm sean wilkinson and i'm michael a limitado whoa whoa i know that's, uh, that's michael he's a limitado a, he's, <laughs> he's one a, of them an a plus limitado if i might add a plus uh, <laughs> a because i'm italian wait wait wait, wait. Well, andrew i wrote a joke uh okay. so like you know how i said i'm having a vertigo spell and it's spinning and mm -hmm. you said it's like the album me too what do you guys think of that one <laughs> I think that was good. I think that was like, okay. I think that was very good. Yeah, and also like um I'm spinning. Uh that's what you say when you uh teach spin class. So yeah, which is really happening because <laughs> of my ruptured Achilles. I feel like I've had such here here's a real thing that I'm gonna just record on the podcast because why not? I have felt like with my foot injury and with my vertigo that i've been having randomly which is likely due to an inner ear infection but we'll know hopefully by the time this episode comes out but um i don't know i've just had such independence taken away from me i can't like yeah. do anything on my own i feel like i can't like i was like basically like stranded in champagne if it weren't for like him being able to drive my car mm -hmm. so it's just like how do you live when you have health issues that are actually debilitating because Really? It's so hard. Yeah. Well, and like yeah. I don't know, like being being taken care of is nice for like a few days, and for then like after, if days. it keeps going on, yeah, it's like wow, I feel incredibly like a huge inconvenience. Like yes, inconvenience and burdensome. Like yes. Hayden, Hayden drove my car and me back, uh, and he was at Lala the four days, and so he was like tired, and he was just going to be a passenger in a car like on the four days back on the like nine hour drive back. But then he ended up having to drive the whole way and I couldn't even like tag in because I was so dizzy. I couldn't yeah. drive. So I just felt like like if he had to stop to take a break, I felt like I didn't want to be like, oh, my God, why are we stopping? But I, we kind of needed to take a break, too. So it was just like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like I get that he's tired and I get that I'm being burdensome by having him drive. And I'm like, oh, my God, this just sucks. Yeah. So, well, yeah. like it, I will say, like the reason like Hayden and 
uh, us to an extent are like we are doing our best to like us to a lesser extent because we're just like uh, your screen avatar friends. Um, but like um, he, I imagine he takes care of you and he does all this stuff because he cares for you because he loves you and he, you know, I, I don't think that should be something you should, you know. No, he does, uh, and I appreciate that, and I'm really thankful for that. But I'm just tired of tired of having things. You know what I mean? I don't want any more things. I just don't want. Mm. This vertigo it just feels like I'm like finally recovering from the foot thing. And the vertigo is like unsolvable right now. Basically, I'm like, mm-hmm. give me antibiotics, ENT. Yeah. And they like gave me steroids. And I'm like, don't give me steroids. I think this is an ear infection. Give me antibiotics. But they, right. can't, they can or won't do it. And it's like, oh, my God. And you said they can't see you for a week. Is that right? Yeah, it'll be Wednesday when Jesus. I see the ENT. I know. Wow. So it's like, yeah. I guess I'll just try to be able to work. Right. Until yeah. then, like today I got so dizzy, I had to like lay down mid work day and just be like, OK, hopefully I can see this at whenever I'm able to get up or whatever. Well, I don't know. We appreciate you, you know, doing this. Yeah. Is this you, like you, too much of a? This is not a good way to start the, our podcast. <laughs> no, no, like I'm I think sorry. like I th- I do like think like on some level like people will like appreciate hearing like what you're oh, going sure. through and like like people like people who like the show like my like I, occasionally like when a show gets more real or like when the hosts get a little more just like yeah this is what I'm going through this is my struggle I think people um, appreciate that I I certainly do um, yeah. as much as they can like and. Uh, people who like you people like people listening who like you like they'll also like want you to feel better they want because you you know given them joy or like you made them laugh or like you're well, just like and also us to an extent too yeah guess so. what listeners i want me to feel better too so <laughs> <laughs> what do you think i've been meanies uh like and subscribe if you want <laughs> michael's Speaking, speaking of wanting forever. me to speaking of wanting me to feel better you know who would want me to feel better Jesse Ware. Jesse's Ware. I have a I have a fun Jesse Ware anecdote that I want to uh, transition out of this with. Uh, the other yeah. day I was like, uh, you know, it was like 9 a.m. on like a Tuesday. And one of my friends, uh, he uh, I saw on my like Instagram notification. It was like Jesse Ware is going live with at it's not before like bath. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. And I don't want to mispronounce it, but um, he goes by Bath for short, but before, before. And uh, it was like, Jesse, where is going live with him? And he like, is just like a med student here in Oklahoma. And I open up my Instagram app and like Jesse, where is just like having fans say like, Hey, to her on Instagram live. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is so fun. And like screen recorded it, you know? And uh Jesse Ware's internet was so slow that she kept dropping from the, her own lives and she kept having to restart it, restart it, restart it. And every single time she started it with a new person, it was a new gay person who was just like, oh, my God, I love your album. You oh. you rock. You're amazing. And then she was like, thank you so much. And then she'd like stutter out and it would quit. And she got on like eight times and I just like kept rejoining her live. Uh, hoping and that. finally, one of her assistants was like, 
I think it's time to be done. Uh, <laughs> that was like the only thing that came through. And she was like, I love you. I love you all. And then she started arguing with her assistant because Mayhem Miller, the drag queen, mm-hmm. was wanting to join the live. And she was like, I want to say hi to Mayhem. And then they're like, it's not going to work. And she just had to cancel it out. Oh, no. Oh, really made me laugh. Wow. But were well, you hoping like- that, that you would get invited on? Oh, totally. I was like, yeah. queue up, queue up, queue up, queue up. <laughs> but I'm like, what am I going to add that any of these other gay people do have, have to add? Because I'm just going to be like, Jesse, where I love your album and I love your slow internet. You know, like, <laughs> with no choice but to stand. Like, but, work, uh, work, bitch. Unlike your internet. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're here. Like, uh, so this is a Michael's Choice episode. Um, uh, and this is very exciting. Uh, we're here to talk about Jesse Ware's what, What's Your, your Pleasure, pleasure uh, Platinum Pleasure Edition, uh, which is very cool. Um, so, like, yeah, let's get in. Let's just get straight into it. Like, Michael, what is your um, what is your relationship to uh, Jesse Ware and her music? My experience with Jesse Ware uh, before 2020 was basically not at all. I uh, hadn't heard her her music before. I think I knew uh, maybe. Oh, Say You Love Me, I'd heard before, but I didn't like associate with Jessie Ware. She put this album out in 2020 with kind of a lot of when everyone was kind of doing disco or disco like throwback music, kind of like mm-hmm. Dua Lipa, Miley Cyrus, her. A lot of people were doing it. Um, Dua Lipa, probably most popularly, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think these albums came out at pretty much the same exact time. And both of these albums have had extremely long album cycles. I think due to the pandemic. So what, wait, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Like they were being like listened to a lot? No, they, I mean like they just have like stretched out like the release of this album. Like oh, okay. this album, the um, Platinum Pleasure Edition uh, just came out like a month ago mm-hmm. or two months ago. And this that's like a year after the release of this album, because I think you couldn't tour with your these albums. Like that's kind of a lot of what Dua Lipa was facing with her album, too. Like she did that live stream of uh i think studio 2054 was what it was called mm. that like people watch and she got like the dancers and the everyone was in like a bubble to film it but i've, I've still never heard that do a leap album really yeah. it's really good, good. it's very that's good what I've yeah, heard. Yeah. i like it a lot uh and uh your favorite the baby's on it so like that feels good <laughs> <You're> <laughs> just, <laughs> and i were just talking about the baby the bookings <laughs> oh boy Da-lupa. um well hey at <laughs> least at least this episode won't have me starting to defend the baby for no reason and then <laughs> i just get cut off but I, and I forget about it. Luckily, don't have uh, to defend someone problematic. So, <laughs> which I've never done on this podcast. And no, it's no, never no, been no. kept in by whoever was editing the episode. <laughs> okay. So, um... <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm bringing some uh, fun to this. I don't know what to add to that, though. It's just true. Okay. <laughs> Ellie Kemper, guess what, guys? I think she should be canceled. I was wrong. I started to argue that Ellie Kemper should not be canceled before I knew all the facts. Boom. End of end of story. So we're not keeping that in. Just a race history. <laughs> like whitewash like the, the truth. Um, but welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, what about Sean? Like that's what's cool. kind of like <laughs> what is your like yeah. relationship to what's your to, relationship uh, with Jesse Ware? And what do you what's think? What's your relationship Ann to Kemper? Ali Kemper? Yeah. What's like, my what's relationship to the what's baby? Your, what's yeah. your stance? What do you got? <laughs> uh no, honestly, like for for Jesse Ware, same as Michael, honestly. Like I had no idea 
I really had no idea who she was until like I didn't know she was sorry to this woman. Like, yeah, is what you said. Like, mm-hmm. sorry to this Jesse. Sorry, I didn't know she was British for a long time, and uh, which changed everything for me. You know, um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, I didn't know her music at all. And uh, then this came out. I don't remember how i heard about it i don't know if i heard about it from you michael uh i posted about it a lot 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 when it probably it was probably you then yeah and i was like all right i'll give this a listen and was like oh damn this is fun it's unbelievably good it's so Mm -hmm. catchy and it's so nostalgic and every like well we'll get into it but like damn almost every track is a slapper absolute bop Mm -hmm. arena absolute yeah smash hit So, yeah, like with me, I'm just kind of like, you know, I I think the first time I've heard of her uh, was Table Manners, her podcast with her mom, uh, Lenny, mm. uh, Lenny Ware. And uh, it's like really like it's like because I think it was a Carly Rae Jepsen episode that I listened to. Like she was like so the premise of that podcast is basically um, Jesse and her mom cook dinner for the guest like usually someone in the music industry or a friend of hers or something like that. And they kind of like talk about food. Like they talk about the relationship to food, but also just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's a way for like, uh, to get the, def- the guest defenses down sort of so that they could have like a more casual chats or like a more authentic chat than like just the typical. Yeah. So when I made this album, I was thinking about this, this and that, like, so it's kind of like a more, and like, it's more friendly. It's very, uh, it's like a such, it's a warm blanket of a show. Mm. And, um, as I listened to a few episodes, I was like, Oh, this is very pleasant. And like, and then I looked up, Oh, she's a musician too. And like, she's kind of like, you know, but like, I didn't really know any of her stuff. But Did like, you think I she was knew, just a podcaster? Uh, no, I, I just like, cause she always would mention like, yeah, I make, I'm a musician, but like oh, in the way yeah. that like, you know, in a way that like, um, <laughs> you don't believe Sean it. will, you don't believe in women. a way that like Sean will say like, yeah, I play the guitar, like prove it, idiot. Um, <laughs> Wow. Don't make me sorry. Play. I, I'm, I'm being very antagonistic this episode. Don't like, make that's me my play. new, uh, but yeah, I, um, so I knew that, but that's really it. Um, and then mm-hmm. I heard, I, then I like kind of saw like on people's Instagram stories, like people posting some of these songs and like that, that album cover, that very cool album co- cover hers with that portrait. Oh, she looks good. That glossy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that hair, with like the, the hair and everything like it's good like yeah so it's like but i never really you sound like someone describing an album cover who's never seen the album cover You're like i love that picture of her with the uh she's and the i hair. assume she has hair she's got the she got lips i think um yeah like uh real real jesse Ware stands will know that jesse Ware doesn't have lips just like, oh, uh, <laughs> um but um yeah, that's really all I knew. So like mm-hmm. I knew it was kind of disco. I knew it was kind of like but also like the other thing is like I knew that Michael liked her a lot. And I knew that like Michael at one point said, like, this is my one of my favorite albums of 2020. That was kind of mm-hmm. like all I really knew about it. Um, so I was kind of excited excited to hear it. Um I was excited for you to hear it, Andrew, because I was like, Oh, a lot of these like also kind of remind me of emotion. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, Oh, I think Andrew yeah. will really like like I think he'll really enjoy this a lot. Right. So it's kind of like um I kind of see Jesse Ware as like the Pokemon evolution of like Dua Lipa's like the first one and then Carly's the second, <laughs> like the middle, and then like Jesse Ware is like kind of like the the third evolution kind of mm. um Pokemon basically of just like the 
new futury disco nostalgia type mute genre that's kind of popped up mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. where like J- dua lipa talks a lot about being young and being like fun and sexy and stuff like that and like jesse where like it's still like fun and like escape this album's kind of escape escapism e but is like she's also like from the perspective of being a mom and like from this perspective of like having a you know a husband for like a good percentage of her life basically mm-hmm. right and, she loves clearly yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> truly so like um I, I guess like uh before we get into like background of jesse Ware, like you know michael you said this is like your favorite records of 2020 like what about it you know stuck out to you what about it like is like the reason you keep revisiting this one <laughs> it's just so like put honorable it's like anyone will like this but not in like a like background noise way anyone if you put this on you'll be like what is this you know mm-hmm. like I, and i find that like i don't know like if i'm in the car you know like for a while i was just listening to like soul control over and over and i'd be like and but like the rest of the album is so good too like incidentally then i would like listen to save a kiss and then because it's right after soul control and then you know if i listen to save it then i'd be like oh my gosh this is the song i'm obsessed with now and then i'd accidentally listen to adore you and then i'd be like just kidding this is the song i'm obsessed with yeah and then i'd be like in your eyes and then i'd be like oh wait this is like my on repeat on spotify kept having like two jesse Ware songs at one time Uh uh uh-huh i would just like you know in combination with each other just like whenever i drove for like five minutes six minutes anywhere and in the, then the Platinum Pleasure came out and you were like, these are the songs I'm obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. all five. Because <laughs> I think like these songs are, I think that's a great, actually like think that's a really, that's probably a good way to listen to the album. Or just like having a song like a pre- and like growing, like having your appreciation grow for a song because all these, the production is so layered and intricate mm-hmm. and like kind of, just so much is going on and it all works, I think. Um, yeah. So like, that's like, that's, that's amazing. And um, I was, well, I was curious though, like, because this album came out during the pandemic and stuff like that. And this is such like dancey music. And this mm. is such like, kind of like, what was like your, how did you view the album in the context of like, pandemic times where like it's like so alive and so active but also like kind of we're all kind of relatively stuck inside and stuff i don't know i don't feel like i like going out that much so Mm -hmm. this is like the kind of perfect album to come out during a pandemic where i'm like this is so fun ooh, (laughs) like i'm like you know like like linda from bob's burgers like i love this (laughs) all right yeah literally But uh, that's kind of how I felt. I'd be like, this is so fun to listen to in the car. You know, don't you think? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm like someone who gets very low lows. Like, I feel like I get depressed really easily. But also, it's so easy to get me out of my low sometimes where it's like, and i'm like okay well and it's also better now i like wish i had heard this earlier because i was like doing dishes today and listening to it and like dancing and i was like this makes dishes so much better (laughs) i wish i had known about this earlier right it's like an album that makes like 
things better. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, like, it, you know how Carly Rae Jepsen's um, dedicated, which unfortunately doesn't have the staying power of emotion. I'll say it. <laughs> dedicated side B as well. Sorry. But um, some, some great songs on there, though. I agree. Yeah, I, some good songs that I've not revisited, like I've revisited Emotion, though. Sure. But mm, um, yeah. she, her original thought for that album was like, disco music, you can clean your house too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's like what she said. And I feel like this is actually that by, by kind of force, though. Not right. necessarily <laughs> by desire first of all it plays into that yearning of just like kind of like what people are feeling of just like yeah i like like save a kiss is kind of like like save a kiss for me or like you know wait for me and stuff like that you know while mm -hmm. we're kind of apart and stuff like that and then also um you know i i found like this album is like kind of even though it is a lot of escapism and like kind of like you know it feels kind of insular in a lot of ways it feels in in some ways it feels um, I don't know how to quite describe it, but it feels kind of heady. It, it feels like disco pop music for like introspective people, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Disco, <laughs> like pop music for smart people. Pitchfork. Pop I, 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 like it's all <laughs> that, but also like you know, Jesse is in her thirties too, and like I like that she's not exclusively singing about being young and twenty three or something like that. I just like I just feel like that perspective is like really even though she's not talking even though she's not really singing about being a mom in this album like mm -hmm. she she kind of like it's still from a perspective of someone older and like yeah adults should have pop music too like that's like really cool especially yeah. like as sexy as this music is absolutely mm, absolutely it's, it's, it's it kind of makes you realize a lot of this music is like about like icon like you know how like young <laughs> pop music is like sexy it's like our bodies touching sweating writhing it's like that this is like look me in the eyes <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> what do you like <laughs> no that's a really cool like i never thought about that this is very much like sexiness from like yeah from a distance basically and i think that's right. really cool oh i don't even that's know hot. if it's sexiness from a dis distance it feels like sexiness when you're like like years into a relationship and it's like Sure. what if we what if we touched and really connected what if we, <laughs> yeah like yeah. if there was a song about like charging your phones outside the bedroom <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised you know what i mean uh boy um yeah so like i, I it's like um there's and it's also like there's like um screen time parenthesis touch me <laughs> it's your turn to make the bed <laughs> screen touch me like um, screen touch me yeah um yeah like there's that it's like um but it's also like so i want to get to like the background of like jesse where a little bit um where um so she kind of came out the gate with like her debut devotion which is like kind of similar to this it's like disco you know this is kind of it won her like a mercury award or something like that mm -hmm. like she kind of like went out came out the gate like whoa look at this new person and then she kind of wrote these albums like Tough Love and Glass House, which are like her second and third albums that didn't connect as well as her first album. So like people were like, oh, no, this is derivative. Like this is boring. And this like, mm -hmm. you know, and she was like exper she was experimenting. She was she went and they were more confessional and they were more about her um, talking about being a new mom and stuff like that. And like it wasn't it did not connect as well as like people expect like people wanted it to. And then mm. she talked about playing Coachella and she was playing like Cardi B was playing, too. And 
it was just like tumbleweeds like no one cared like oh. she was just like and she's like old like she's talking about being a mom and like everyone at coachella is young and like you know they did not connect with it basically except the baby and- yeah, except uh, like uh, before he was like uninvited from Coachella and uh, <laughs> the Kids Choice Awards, and uh, the baby like, loves moms. That's a, that's a that's a minority group he can get behind. <laughs> um, yeah, so like he just like so she was like, so like timely like, our conversations that we're having this episode. I know, like, like that's so funny because like usually like we had like because um, we released uh, it. It is like the. Um, that Mr. So- show sketch or like the one week call ahead show. <laughs> like, I'm like, but like where our, like our discussions are like, we record these like a month in advance usually. So like we mm-hmm. last, like the episode that released just now in like August, like we're talking about Ellie Kemper and Cruella. <laughs> so like that, like, yeah, like everyone's talking about that. After a certain point, like, you know, uh, her mom even at one point said like, Oh, honey, just quit. Like, don't do this anymore. You're you're miserable. You're so sad. So then she started the podcast with her mom. She kind of like took a little hiatus from music and started a podcast. And that grew an audience. And like she had all her music friends come on and like people love her podcast. Yeah. Millions of people download it and stuff like that. And uh, so that now that like music, she quote unquote, like from her Guardian interview, like she said, music was my bread and butter. Now it isn't entirely, which makes it more enjoyable. Let's do or die, basically. Um, Hmm. So like that's where she and also she talks about in a different interview, her, um, you know, um, under the radar magazine interview, she talks about you know, because the podcast is so personal in a different way of like, I get to share my, you know, what I'm like, you know, with my life and stuff like that, my relationship mm-hmm. with my mom, blah, 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 blah. And like my sense of humor and all that stuff. I, now I can just do more escapism music. Now I can do disco. Now I could like kind of uh, try, like now I don't have to like depend on music as my one avenue of expression anymore. Right. So like I just find that very cool. I find that very inspiring too because I'm trying to like get back into writing, television writing again when I stopped for a few years, and like I'm trying to figure out how to express myself the best and stuff like that, and how I want to use it. Like uh, especially when I have like a weekly form of expression every week. So um, I just find Start that very podcast. cool. Like life is long. <laughs> sorry another one uh life is long like life is long and like me- maybe like there's so many interesting cul-de-sacs your life can do- go down if like your dreams go up in smoke you can try a new thing and like it'd be okay like mark Marin's like wtf podcast was like when he was like desperate like well i i i, I my career's done basically <laughs> so i just find that very cool I, and like you know the fact that she's in her 30s like makes me feel like a little better <laughs> just like sure. the sands of time yeah. um so yeah well yeah and jesse Ware is like you know extremely old for being in her 30s so i i can see why you look up to her as an ancient relic of pop culture <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean it like it's like but yeah like that's like why, really why cool. are there no geriatric pop stars aside from madonna <laughs> it is oh, like yeah, yeah it's kind of like but it's like that's so that's kind of like fucked up about like the music industry is like 30s old in music mm-hmm. industry yeah. years like that's like we don't want to because madonna was legitimately talking about this like you know i'm 50 like 
should I just die? Basically, that's like kind of like no one wants to hear what I think. No one wants to hear what my life is like anymore. Like that's so like, I don't know. It's like messed up. It's like there's a lot of she's making of... such heartfelt good music like "Bitch I'm Madonna" that you want to <laughs> know what she's talking about. I don't know. I feel kind of mixed of it. I just like I I don't. We're not going to talk about this forever. But like the idea of like what I you know when you're older and stuff like that. Like I want to keep making music. I want to keep making art when I'm 80 and stuff like that. But then it's like, yeah, are you passing your dead pride? By then. <laughs> it's oh, like... I have a I have a solid. Uh, when I turn 60, I will become a minefield sweeper so for the military so this is so dark like this is so upsetting <laughs> um we're talking about a fun album here um, okay it's but, a, and i am feeling bad duality of man jesse Ware and vertigo but yeah i feel mixed about just like when i'm like that old it's like i want to keep making music theoretically or art theoretically but then it's just like in, in memory of your dear friend who used to host the podcast <laughs> yeah who died 20 years ago who passed away 200 years ago yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> like michael michael would have wanted me to continue <laughs> like welcome to i haven't mean to listen to that it's like <laughs> rest in peace he died in a tragic unforeseen minefield incident <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in pieces honestly oh, oh. <laughs> um but yeah it's like come um, on like, guys <laughs> it's funny i'm laughing i don't um, mean it i don't mean it i'll do it at 62 oh, yeah okay. That's right. okay like uh i gotta rewrite that joke but like <laughs> but like does is it like a real artist knows when his prime is over basically does a real artist like kind of know when to stop you know that's like something interesting to think about but then like what do you do like what do you do over your life if you're not making arts you know if you're not like just like sitting around looking at a sunset fuck you um but um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um but like welcome to the show i welcome to i mean to listen to that uh let's go let's go through themes of this album like what do you think this album's actually about Sex. Eye contact. Eye contact. And <laughs> prolonged eye contact. <laughs> prolonged eye contact. Um, <laughs> no, but literally, like, uh, read my lips. So many mm. of these songs are about eye contact. Like, in your <laughs> eyes, read my lips. Uh, honestly, kind of like, what's your pleasure has the feeling of eye contact, even if it's not necessarily about eye yeah. contact. Yeah. So, and, and eyes closed. Take a, take a shot which, every time we say eye contact. <laughs> but like eyes closed which I, is specifically about stopping all the eye contact you've been having <laughs> too much eye contact <laughs> right but it's like yeah like it's I, I that's like for me i prefer that understated sexiness and that understated yeah. sultriness than like it being super explicit all the time like maybe like i don't want to be like lana del rey question for the culture or whatever but like it's like how, there's a part of me that just like yeah you're like, show me a little ankle. That's good stuff. <laughs> show it. <laughs> That's what I want to see. That gets me going. Uh, I, I yeah. miss. I miss you in my bed tonight. <laughs> I'm it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like there's that. There's like, um, it is good pandemic music. I think truly because it's like, because yes, it's about like that, like eye contact and like those that connection and stuff like that but also yeah. like it's like it's still like kind of dance in your kitchen energy kind of rather than like 
dedicated side B, which like I feel is like kind of misaligned, like with the timing of the release and stuff like that, hmm. where like side B is like so explosive, like get out of your room, like let's go out and party and rave and stuff like that. <laughs> where this is kind of like just like I feel like dedicated one would have been more appropriate during pandemic times. So They're just like, yeah, just like kind of party for one. That makes total sense and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Party for one is like actually would have been freakish if it didn't if it like came out closer to the pandemic. Right. So that, that's good. Yeah. And you got Carly, other- your little freak if you release music during the <laughs> pandemic. She listens. Yeah, we, did, we dedicated a whole month to her. Like she, I Car- she Carly does. just texted me and said, Michael, don't say any more j- jokes about you wanting to die when you turn 60 <laughs> or sooner. No more jokes about that, she said. Later is fine. Um, 65 is like a, that's funny. Like, you know, comedy <laughs> plus comedy plus tragedy, like <laughs> tragedy plus comedy time plus tragedy time. equals comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but projection uh, <laughs> this is a new equation michael's theorem projection okay. of tragedy in as x amount of time equals comedy now <laughs> i'm banking it for later uh i didn't really write it i actually did yeah, like somebody shut the fuck up <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> i know i i'm also in a weird mood too so i don't know what to add i feel i i like i'm letting you be funny and just like not you know, inserting myself just into talk it and talk. Did I tell you, Andrew, you saw that me and Sean got to see each other in person for the first yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, that was many that was amazing. years. Um, and how's uh, that? I yeah, f- it was really fun, but I did feel like it was a lot of like what I do on this podcast, which is like, anyways, let me monologue about this, <laughs> blah 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 blah. And then I was like, Sean, am I talking too much? Shh, don't answer. I have more stuff to say. <laughs> and I did a lot of what I do on this podcast, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was like, what a good time hanging out with my friends. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. I had yeah. a, I had a, I had a well, very good time. And Aaron Kaufman came and hung out with us too. So it's like two people who love to talk. <laughs> right, love, right. Love, love, love talking. And I thought my Can- head was going to explode from social interaction. <laughs> <laughs> Any other themes? Any other like kind of? This is just like good. This is just a good time. I just like this is just a good thing. Yeah, good time. Happy, happy. We like uh, husband. Good dance. Good music. Yeah, song good. It's also, it's also like there's a lot of like sad, melancholy, cinematic songs too. uh, That are kind of just like more moody and kind of brooding, but like not that serious. Not like that sad. Not that like kind of depressing either mm-hmm. just kind of like man i'm in this funk right now i don't feel very good and then the next song she seems okay you know? <laughs> um very yeah. quick 180 yeah right did a full 180 lately um but yeah um yeah let's get through uh let's get through some uh highlights and lowlights raft is break click hey we're click. back hello so hello. i was looking at how many plays the different songs on this album have. What mm-hmm. do you guys, if you were to guess what song has the most listens on this album? Uh, what's your pleasure? No. Oh, yep. You're right. Actually. <laughs> uh, what's, what was, what was okay, your thing? what's the second most then? That was what surprised me. Soul Ooh, la la? Uh, no and no. Oh. oh. It kind of surprised uh, first me. First one? Uh, adore, adore you. you? Oh, yeah. eh. oh, that's interesting. That's a fun song. I like, 
I, I like adore you. I wanted to do a really dumb tweet that I decided not to do because I've done this tweet format a lot of times, which is where you record one half of a second um, of a song and then like caption it something else. Like uh, one one that I did one time was like the song Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, where it's like, uh, don't start caring about me now. But I just cut it off at don't start Karen. And it's when you go to the PTA conference and Karen starts approaching you, but you don't want to talk to her. And it's like, don't start Karen. And that's what I put in the tweet. So what I was going to do uh, was um, when, when you turn into a door and you're asking your friend what they're turning into. And it was like, I adore you. I adore you. I adore you. But I decided not to do that. So... I feel like that it that was, joke is too good for Twitter, honestly. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. Do it on the podcast. I <laughs> Nothing like hearing me sing and explain a bad joke all the same time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, because I couldn't find a better caption. You guys want to workshop, live workshop this joke? Is the not caption really. when you're turning into a door and you're asking someone else what they turned into funny <laughs> at all? <laughs> We we need like just like a like a punch up room just like <laughs> on this joke exclusively. Just what like, about this alternate punchline? What's this? What about this? Okay. Is this anything? Okay. Uh, when okay. you are turning into a door uh, university? Oh, it's still part of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This normal. Situation. That's better. I think that one's better. <laughs> when you're turning into a door university. I think that's better. I actually like that a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> The first, the first one, I was like, okay, <laughs> this one I like. I think I, I, it's good now. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll tweet it later today. Beautiful. Okay, Eagle yeah, yeah, yeah. listeners know when we recorded the episode based on when I tweeted this tweet. We're obligated uh, to retweet also. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. That's right. Um, so um, let's go through um, let's go through lowlights first. I think there'll be less of those. Let's so let's do yeah. that first. Um, I think my general low light was more so the length of it and i know like that's like you know because we did two of them like we mm-hmm. did, it's kind of like two albums basically it, first of all like so it's like an hour 30 minutes so like i was very daunted to listen to this i was like even though like it was hard for me to like listen to the whole thing all the way through mm-hmm. and like because like sometimes i'll be like oh if you listen to this album two times like the two parts of it two times it's three hours yes and and which is like a daunting for me because I usually like to listen to albums like five, six times. And stuff oh, yeah. Like that. Sure. I've so probably like, heard this album 40 or 50 times. So oh, it's very easy for me to be like, yep, yep. I know what that song goes like. Yep. I know what that song. I actually had never heard Spotlight all the way through because it starts mm. so boring that I just am like, skip. Oh, not going to listen to it. Wow. But Spotlight has become one of my favorite songs oh, of this good. album because. Look, like if only I could let yeah. you go. But Spotlight isn't after another song, so it's not like I accidentally left it playing. <laughs> I would just play something just else. Kidding. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah that's yeah. like the nature of having like Spotify. Is it's like I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I get so hung up on like three or four songs on an album and never listen yeah, absolutely. to the whole album never 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 so it's like oh this is my this is a great album and it's like me listening to nine minutes or 40 (laughs) minutes of an album like yeah i love it 
So I've yeah. done that for this show though, where I'm like, we should do this album. I love this album, and I've heard like the singles. <laughs> and then when we when you guys are like, oh, let's do it, I'm like, oh, I, now I actually have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like a great like just a transcendent song can make an out al- like can do a lot of the heavy lifting for an album. Like totally. totally like when you like look back at like Jesse Ware's album, like, oh, these songs are great. This album's great. And like these three songs are transcendent. Like that's amazing. Like, but I, I think more than three songs are transcendent. But that's album. not the case for me on this album. That's kind of what I was taking the longest road ever to uh... get to <laughs> is I feel like every song on this has its place. I know that you're saying it's oh, way yeah. too long, but it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't drop anything kind of. I, I have one low light and it's an unfortunate low light. Mm. I'm yeah. intrigued. Uh, what is it? Let's uh, yeah, let's get here. Okay, well, this is the only time I've ever baited you guys to get saying my low light, but I think it's this is a. So, anyways, um, I was like, I, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a low light. I feel like I'm sad to have as a low light, if that makes uh-huh. any sense. Like, sure, a lot of people I know love this song, and I'm like, I just don't connect with it. It's a uh, the kill. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't like it. It's but fine. People, people I know think this is like the best song ever like uh ben watson who was on the um marine the the diamonds episode yeah Yeah, Yeah. friend of the show friend of the pod uh he thinks the kill is like the best pop song ever written wow like really Mm. this but (laughs) that's the one i don't remember that much like truly it's like that's i like how it sounds like a little more like brooding and dark than the other ones yeah like other than that it's i think it's fine again like you said it kind of has its place but like uh, it's not it's definitely not a standout for sure i i did like kind of pull a michael when that out when that song came on i was like a little little like a little weary of the album like just like listening through it all the way through i'm mm-hmm. like oh and this you know, yeah, like, yeah 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 <laughs> literally be done <laughs> yeah like like and like then like i had to listen to like 30 more minutes of it um but then so it like deems itself with remember where you are so oh, remember where yes. you are so is like good. fantastic we'll get back to it um because yeah. i want to talk about that that's like one of my favorite songs on this album mm-hmm. um, well, remember where you are is like also slow comparatively mm-hmm. i think yeah as uh but the kill is like slow and brooding and boring so it's yeah. like you know also sucks. like it's not a you know remember where you are it's not a not really a dance track it's not really it's kind of like more no, yeah, yeah. you know you're riding home from like the club and you're yeah like, you're like out of the sunroof and like you have like a bottle of champagne in your hand and you're like sprawled mm-hmm. as the sun's rising and stuff like so- that I know we didn't hit on this during our theme section of the podcast, but I so wanted to say this because this is what I think about all the time with this album. Sorry, but I, yeah. I want to talk about it. Um, this album, I'm like, I'm the album that I picked and I'm like, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, I want to talk about it. But uh, the first or the original album, which is tracks one through 12, anyways, remember where you are, mm-hmm. are like an experience of going to like a fancy nice club where you dress up really nice and you get to go out with the people you love and like maybe the person you love and it's like really fun and like sexy and you get like some drinks and you feel like oh this was such a nice time you know and then Mm -hmm. remember where you are is like you drive home maybe the next morning you wake up you're like a little hungover you get brunch you know like it's just like that's kind of what this album evokes Mm -hmm. and i always am like it's disco but it's not like disco disco you know like it doesn't feel like it has like it doesn't feel like like a grungy disco club or like like you're out late 
at night. And then she put out the Platinum Pleasure Edition, which every single one of these songs is like a disco, like a nighttime disco bop. And so it's like, hmm. uh, I don't know, it feels like the after party of the first album. And I think that's sure, so fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I think like for me, I would have appreciated like it's also like the context of which I was listening to it in. I was just like, um, because I tried to like, I kept like starting the album and getting like, you know, 40 minutes in and then like having to do something else. And then like, okay, I have to start over again. And like, mm-hmm. that's probably not like that's and like, you, you, you talked about this in a future Dolly episode of just like how, Dolly's albums are so streaming perfect in terms of just like, you could just play the album over and over and over. And it's rare for a song to be over three minutes long. Right. And it's rare for a song to be under four minutes on this album. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's like, and it's so like listening to like four songs is like 20 minutes have passed basically. Um, Which is like, I, I, it's like, it's like totally like, we and we talked about this later just like oh if you want to stay in this groove you want to like stay in this zone then like that's perfect but like i was i think the context is like oh i can't drive anywhere because i'm in korea and like i'm sitting next to my mom like while she's doing like a biblical counseling session or something like that (laughs) i'm like kind of like bowing my head and stuff like that Mm. and like you know take take and like i listened to this this morning like walking around i had a much better time listening to it Mm -hmm. like kind of like little more uninhibited and stuff like that it's um, a it's a very indulgent album i heard someone yeah, describe yes. it as oh yeah, yeah. just const like it's they don't need to be this long but it's it's like she's having fun i'm gonna make it longer it's better like, for it for the longer tracks like it, it mm-hmm. none of it feels like it overstays it's welcome to me yeah yeah no i would agree yeah yeah because yeah. it's so much fun the production's so good that mm-hmm. it like makes up like it's it yeah it's worth it Hmm. this is someone who enjoys what they do and you can tell from the album oh yeah yeah well yeah and like we were saying earlier it's like she music is not her only like source of income now so i think with that you you're allowed to be a little more do what you want make music the way you want to make it because it's not all on the line you know or artistic fulfillment either like yeah exactly one thing yeah um let me see if i have a song low light though um i have one oh yeah what's yours uh, I don't care for Adore You. I like that it's <laughs> I like that it's a slower track and it's a nice little break, but I think yeah. it's too repetitive for me. Like yeah. to the point where it doesn't do it's it doesn't change much for me. So mm. but it's, that's being sweet. very picky also. What it's about very my sweet. joke? Did my joke help you like it any better? <laughs> <laughs> Adore yes, University. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um like I, I the story behind that song, she talked to Apple Music on it. Uh, is like she was working with a new producer that she's never worked with before and it was awkward and so when she was singing she was like kind of like singing softly so like so, so the guy mm. would couldn't hear her and like because like it's kind of like i'm not gonna like give her like i'm like too nervous to like really give my all in the song but it actually sure. works in favor of it like making it more romantic and tender and hypnotizing and stuff like that oh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of songs on here where like the breathy vocals and the quietness like really just make it more like sultry well yeah yeah, it's it does the opposite of like what christina aguilera does or like singers like that like a (laughs) like a demi lovato type (laughs) yeah where it's like you're doing way too much for what is a bad song you know what i mean (laughs) like yeah yeah so like and i like in that bridge where she finally gets loud and like you know more there's more mm-hmm. oomph to her vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, As Jennifer know, I Lopez guess... would say during the national inauguration, let's get loud. 
Ah, <laughs> so um yeah i'm still like, feeling uh, very dizzy but i am feeling in a good mood though so good. That's yeah good. there you, you go seem, there you seem a little better but there you go um it's like um i think like to um i have the same problem with this album as like taylor swift's fearless in terms of just like you kind of see all her tools in her tool belt like mm -hmm. really quickly and like oh she does the strings oh it's a disco thing and she has a funky bass and stuff like that and like she has like one main guy for most of the songs mm -hmm. like um and that's the name? thing it's like it yeah. shouldn't especially with these extra tracks it's like listening to this all the way through shouldn't work in theory because it's all very similar well but according somehow, to my calculations well, yeah. <laughs> well i did the math i checked it yeah. and uh, uh, but somehow it all like it's never boring at least jesse wears one guy isn't the one guy that produces the rest of the pop music <laughs> in uh, the world i was gonna make that point it's just like jack antonov i just like it's kind of like i i think he's talented i think he's good at making music but it's just like you can't can't put out five albums a year for like the right jack runs more like more like hack off. hack antonoff am i right uh, jack hands off <laughs> he seems he must be a nice he must be a nice guy to work with like truly like people like working with oh him, i'm sure so he's like, a nice that, guy. that goes yeah. a long way this reminds me of a tweet of a tweet i saw where it was uh have you guys seen the cinderella uh trailer yeah <laughs> cinderella yeah yeah looks uh, literally so awful like you can like have Kate cannon less... the director though like yeah i like the, the director the trailer yeah. is not yeah. pitching me this movie in any sure. like good way it like adina menzel is like the wicked stepmom like there's like mean, yeah. parts of it that yeah. should work maybe but the trailer just is so awful and it's so awful for like a minute and 15 and then the rats turn into humans like when Billy Porter makes the rats into humans, and guess who the fuck <laughs> one of the rats is? You'll James. never guess, James. <laughs> Jamothy Corden himself. Finally, he's in a musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I saw a tweet that was right under it. It was like the most liked tweet under like a promoted, the promoted tweet that was like the Cinderella trailer. And it was like James, James Gordon, when Hollywood is making a bad musical movie. And it was the screenshot from uh, Super Nanny where she's like, you guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. And then it said <laughs> to make it worse after that. <laughs> so good. I John Mulaney They're, was supposed to be one of the mice, like, but before he went to rehab, like he was oh. supposed to do it. Yeah, uh, that would that could have been good. Um, he has a good like animation voice. Absolutely. Yeah. And, but they're not animated. John, I again have to tell you, they become not animated to become later. But they don't. Yeah. Oh, OK. I guess also, but like James Corden voices the animated mouse at one point. Yeah, though, too. Like, you know who mm. I also like? Billy Porter. But oh, he's great. I feel like maybe Billy Porter shouldn't have said yes to this role. Sorry. Or hey, as, as mean on this episode. As, as I'm sure they asked him, they were like, say yas to the role. And he was God. like, okay, don't say that to me, but I will say yes. And they're like, yas queen. And they're like, don't say that. Have and we talked like, about, did we talk about the song he did <laughs> for- talk about the album at one point. <laughs> shut up, shut up. What, 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 did, what, okay. <laughs> did we talk about that cover song he did of, and like the music video? Fuck, what was it? I should have had this prepared. I don't know. I really, I really like Billy Porter, and I think Billy Porter rocks. Have you seen Pose? Oh, it's great. He's so good in Pose. Oh, he did he a cover of he did a cover of for what it's worth, and it was for some like political thing. But it's god awful. It's oh, so bad. Really? The music video is 
terrible. It's I, I don't have, I don't have to explain it to you, so I'll just send it to you guys. But if you're out there, watch it. Please watch it because oh my god, it's bad. Anyway, I continue. will watch. I like Billy Porter, but it's I feel like he's got a little Jonathan Jonathan Van Nest, where it's like uh, here's the energy. gay person a that little... we all love. Yeah, and then you're all gonna get annoyed because we all love him <laughs> too much. Yeah, right. Just like oversaturating, like yeah, yeah, yeah. oversaturating the Billy Porter market. Like I remember yeah. that hat that opened. That was the last time I feel like I really got a chuckle out of seeing and the smile out of seeing Billy Porter. Like kind of have him with Keegan Michael Key a little bit. I just like, oh great man, person. I like you though. But like you know, it's like you're in everything. Yeah, he's literally uh, in everything. Have you seen Shrigadoon like, also? I, I heard that's good though. Like I, he's pretty good in Shrigadoon. Yeah, I, Cecily yeah, Strong I, is the takeaway from. I love Cecily oh, Strong. She's one, one yeah. of my. She's mm-hmm. my favorite. Like snl member i i hope she's like i i'm like she has a great send-off but i hope she's like comes back at one point she's great uh kristen chenoweth in it famous oklahoma native um is really good at she does that thing that she always does which is like conservative villain but (laughs) you love to watch it okay so like uh yeah that's my main anyway sean can you think of anything else we can talk about besides the album or or do you think (laughs) we've got everything else um um at a certain point, Andrew, I realized did what we, we were did doing. Did we talk about and, the baby already? <laughs> <laughs> the bookings. The uh, bears. Not bear. The bears, the booking, the baby. Uh, the bears, the booking, the baby. Uh, uh, don't so. stop moving, the baby. Don't stop moving, the baby. Okay. Okay. So, I'm singing too much like, on this episode. Uh, uh, wait, can I talk about, you want to talk about highlights right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Cool. Um. I think this whole album's great and I can hit on a million highlights, but yeah. I want to talk about something that I was like, I feel like I'm researched on and I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know the last song of the album, which is a uh, 0208. I mean, aside from the endless remix, mm-hmm. but the last song on the like extended edition, the extended edition is what's most fresh on my mind, at least like in terms of enjoyment, because it's newer to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I really like these last like eight tracks i don't really like the adore you remix i don't feel like it's different enough to i'm gonna be honest i didn't listen to uh 0208 is the song i wanted to talk about which is her husband's uh first phone number that she used to call all the time she changed one digit of it um but it is the phone number that she had memorized and would call um and it's about like calling her husband and the times that they spent like telling each other you know always you know that they're the British people only have four digits in their phone number. No, no, no. It's like uh, <laughs> you give me that eight seven seven three five five eight. Nine, you know she says no three hundred empire. <laughs> yeah. she's like hello, governor. Which of the nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine people in the country are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my favorite like Wait, community... that. that's not funny. <laughs> my favorite community joke is like just like Abed didn't wanna like uh like do jeff's ad because his number starts with 555 which is like the fake number like area code that like cart like tv characters use because like Mm. that's not that's not a real number and like i didn't want to do it like your number starts with 555 and it's like jeff is like that's my number it's like (laughs) what so every number starts with 555 where there are like ten thousand numbers (laughs) (laughs) so funny that's funny (laughs) um but yeah like what 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 about the song do you like uh i just think it's so sweet having no like Mm -hmm. i found out from her instagram i because she is literally one of the most delightful celebrities you can follow on Instagram. It's like the opposite mm. of what I feel like I see when I open up Instagram where I'm like, 
I don't look like that. That sucks. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like uh, you know, like, you don't even want to follow, like, male celebrities it because I'm like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, she is like, uh, I made some pasta with my mom. Uh, <laughs> my baby is really cute. Uh, <laughs> uh a year ago i made this album oh also like and she posted about how her favorite song of these new songs is 0208 and uh mm. kindness is a non-binary artist that uh jesse Ware awesome. works with which uh jesse was like yeah i sat down with kindness and we talked about you know like how much i love my husband <laughs> and <laughs> he wrote this song and it's like i just think that's such a sweet backstory and it makes this mm. song like feel so special you know like it feels like Oh, like it would have it would have felt more special if she had chance on the song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It only only makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Missed opportunity. Um, Notorious husband lady, (laughs) which is not a thing I've heard of before. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like you've heard of wife guys now. Yeah. Yeah. Husband lady. Um, (laughs) Husband. um, Husband gal. That's something I like about her is like her down to earth nature just like because she was like i think with like her you know earlier in her career she felt a lot of pressure to be you know to work with the best people and like move to la and do a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff but like she like found her she was able to i really appreciate how she was able to just find her own um niche you sent the link like find her own like niche and stuff and like just like find her own yeah this is this is who i actually am this is what works for me Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna like her producer's house is basically like walking distance from her baby and her husband and stuff like that so like she doesn't Mm -hmm. have to like you know miss too much and like um because she talked about like on tour she her she was most miserable when she had to take her baby like to America to tour and she couldn't even see her husband and baby like she was missing her their childhood and stuff mm. like that she felt so guilty and like awful the entire time mm. like kind of that kind of made her fall out of love with music for a little bit and she was probably touring during like kind of her comparative like flop era too a little <laughs> bit so it's like probably sucks to be like traveling so much not have like like now she's kind of in her imperial era a little bit right like, yeah. if she were to tour with this album she'd sell out yeah you know what i mean now she could probably tour with this album and like do what she wanted with it you know what i mean she brings her baby out on stage (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um it's that donald glover joke of like putting the baby in the beach ball and the baby's like why did my mom put me in here (laughs) (laughs) i love that actually (laughs) i thought she loved me (laughs) remember where you are is actually about object permanence and she sings it to her baby and her parrot that she puts a blanket over. Oh. <laughs> or the cage. Um, we talked about one song. <laughs> like, okay, you guys talk about highlights now. Um, yeah, I love the stretch. If we're talking about stretches, I love the stretch of... You love Downward Dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I love uh, just big, stretch. Big yoga freak. Um, <laughs> I love Super the stretch sure. from What's Your Pleasure, Ooh La La. Soul control mm. and save a kiss. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. I love the line, the last kiss you gave me, I keep on hitting rewind and the little re- rewind sound effect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's And this is like the song where she kind of gets more vulnerable of like, she like feels, this is a song about her, like the inspiration behind it is like, she's always late 
for like seeing her, her husband and her kids and stuff like that. Cause she's always working and doing the mm-hmm. podcast and making music and stuff like that. She's like, I'm really sorry. I feel guilty all the time. I'm missing the, the, and then she wrote this song to like kind of express that. But also it, once again, it works for a pandemic or like long distance relationships and stuff like that. I find that really cool. When she was writing Save Her Kiss, she actually was working at a kiss bank at the time. And so she was <laughs> like having to learn how to, you know, invest kisses, when to save them, when to spend them, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And she would wear that like uh, white and black, like punk makeup too. It's a kiss, kiss, bank. <laughs> um, just like uh, ooh la la and self control, soul control are so like, God, I love the soul control. control. I, so I love the haltering way she delivers the lyrics. And all these songs are so danceable like the oh, yeah. beats is so easy to identify basically like how to dance to it like ooh la la and like the thing like with like um musicians that i find really interesting is like or like someone like earl sweatshirt or like ben staples they're like funny they're funny people like they're they're they have such a good sense of humor um but like their music is so dour and serious and like uh, which is great which i like too um but like i wish there's a part of me that's like man i i i wish we could see the side of you more in your music too um just like that star power you have um but then just like and ooh la la is like a funny song. It's funny and cheeky, and just mm-hmm. like oh, you're opening up the door for me. Ooh la la, like it's like <laughs> so fun. It's such a funny concept for a song. It's very cheeky. Like if you're good and chivalrous, we can doink and doink a lot. Like I think it's like it's really isn't, fun. Isn't the line in it? Uh, chivalry was dead, but you revived it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the low light for that song is just like the car makes me think there's a the car noise makes me think there's a real car because I find, find myself <laughs> listening to the, the album outside a lot like oh shit I gotta like get, get out I, I was I was on the sidewalk but I got like <laughs> someone's uh, driving on the sidewalk yeah like the the pet sounds thing like the honking mm-hmm. or like freaked me out too uh, <laughs> um what's a highlight for Sean like what's one for you. Well, again, Soul Control, I think, is, like, probably my favorite on the record. Um, I mean, all these have so much energy, but I also love the, um, like, the, I mean, it's the synth at the beginning, but it almost sounds like, like, a video game kind of thing. Yeah. It's very it's very retro, and I think, like, that, and I love the, like, at the end of the chorus, there's this, like, woo kind of thing, and it just adds oh, so yeah. much energy. It's so fun. And then, uh, uh, go ahead. But it's like that woo is just like she doesn't finish the lyric. She just goes woo like yeah. like first of all, it feels like there's a crowd behind her doing yeah. it with her, so it feels alive and stuff like that. But then it's also like she's so um, euphoric that she doesn't yes. even like finish the lyric. She just like that's her expression basically. Yeah, it's again mm-hmm. it's that indulgence thing of like getting wrapped up in the music and just like losing yourself to the music. No, Sean, <laughs> Soul Control is one of the. It's like it feels like it just. It 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 slaps it, it like you vibe with it the whole time you're listening to it. Yeah, you're just caught up in it. I feel like it's almost impossible yes. not to get caught up in it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, what's your pleasure? I also really love. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I love the stop, go fast, slow, and like that. That is kind of like uh, what's it called? Um, married relationship sexiness type of thing of just like yeah. or like a long term sexiness. Just like 
let's communicate. Let's like work through. Let's like, you know, like let's adjust and stuff like that. Let's like, you know, check in with each other. I just find that really sweet and like really so sexy too. Like um, for some yeah. reason I was like, I didn't quite know all the words to the song. So I was going around my house uh, singing the chorus, like push press, but I was saying Cole's cash instead. <laughs> Bop it. Push, yeah, literally. Press, Cole's cash. Twist it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think this is like, you know, this kind of nails down why I like a lot of Carly stuff. It's just like, you know, as an Asian from like a puritanical background, um, I'm like a pressure cooker of like repression, you know, like that's how I was raised basically. And then like, and also like Asian people in like the media are presented as pretty sexless and stuff like that. And pretty like, uh, the sex appeals like reduced or like boyish or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, kind of like, it's just like, it's just like her embracing her sultriness, embracing what makes her beautiful and stuff like that. And empowering that for other people. Like she's, like you said, it's like a down to earth beauty. She's like someone you could probably see in your life or just like an exceptionally like beautiful person. She's kind of like, she has that Helen Hunt, Carly Rae Jepsen quality of just like, Oh, this is a beautiful person, but like, Oh, this is like a, this seems like a regular person too. Yeah, she has like normal girl vibes. A yeah, yeah, not in a bad way, yeah. but like, Andrew, are you saying that Asians are not represented as sexy in the media? Then explain Scarlett Johansson, huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh dang, you got me there. <laughs> huh? But but it's true. Like it's like you know we got Stephen Yun, we got like you know John Cho, like we got a few others, and just like you know the rest of like the spectrum of like different oh, yeah. types of asian people there's, is like there's so minimal like representation that it almost feels gimmicky when there is representation mm -hmm. you know what right. i mean because yeah. hassan minaj you know talked about that like you know is dax shepherd hot and it's like well like not really but like because he's white you know and he's like built and stuff like that he gets a pass where like asian people you have to be exceptionally hot to be considered like mainstream hot in america and stuff sure. like that right yeah well, and Kristen bell is pretty and i think Dak shepherd gets like a little bit of glow from that too. right, right, right. <laughs> uh any other highlights any other uh ones you want to point out i'm sorry i love I mean, this album i feel like i'm talking too much about other i love stuff. it oh, i'm sorry okay. Yeah. okay 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 <laughs> oh okay that that's the part yeah and then we talked about remember where you are i just love like the backing vocals too a mild low light is i don't like the kissy sound effect and read my lips freaks me out <laughs> like, uh, it's a little too stimmy for me uh like the hair stands up on my like arms and stuff like that. you're getting <laughs> asmr yeah, yeah. You talking about that, Andrew, reminds me of when I tried to play uh, Make Me Feel by Janelle Monae for my sister. I was like, oh, this is a song I really <laughs> like. And I played it for my sister. And as soon as the chorus came on, she hit the power on it. And she was like, do not play me songs with mouth noises. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like she turned uh, off the stereo. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got you. <laughs> um, the... I love, yeah, just like production is just godly. It's just like something I want to keep living in and stuff like that. It, it, it's like, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I love, I love in um, the, la the last song of the main album, Remember Where You Are, mm -hmm. how the, um, one, it's like, it's more, that it's like more of a ballad. First of all, I find that very cool. Mm -hmm. It's the best sounding on the album to me of like her voice, her vocals are just like, she really pushes herself and the layers and layers of like, you know, vocals she pl plays on top of it, each, each other are really good. And like the harmonies, like she sounds like a girl group and like, or like a, and like a soul singer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's also just like, 
I this is a this is a great pandemic song. I'm just like, man, things are changing, and it's like exciting and scary and horrifying at the same time. And we're lucky to be a part of it. And hopefully, things will be better for our children in the future. But man, like this is scary. You know, I I just mm. like kind of the hope in the middle of despair of just like, man, you gotta remember who you are. You gotta remember at the end of the day, like when things are going on and like the world was like closed down and stuff. I found that very chilling and beautiful and just like really nice, like just like a really nice palate cleanser to the end of just like a long night of dancing and just like, woof, like spin class or whatever. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. I would play so many of these songs in a spin class. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I thought I, I knew that's why you, there's a reason why you might have liked the album. It's like, yeah, like I can put this in my playlist. Well, it's so uh, nice to have music that keeps, keeps like like this kind of tempo to it. Like the one, two, <laughs> one, two, one. Yeah. Like the whole time. It feels nice. Yeah. And like I don't want to keep bringing up Carly and so like a, but it's like kind of like Carly's like choreography in her shows are very, very basic. They're so basic. She just like, she needs me. She needs me. She needs me. Something like that. Like very, very basic, very like rudimentary. Cause like, she's not a dancer per se. And like the background dancers kind of do that basic choreography too. Um, but like the background dancers are comical to even be there. <laughs> that is something I know. I like, I love it though. I think have we so seen fun. Lana Del Rey's background dancers though? Yeah, garbage, uh, so bad. I've been watching did, her live performances and like really just dunking on everyone in this episode. Uh, I, like, I wanted to say, uh, uh, Katy Perry's background dancers always are like notable. You know what I mean? If like we're talking left, about left background shark. dancers, the ones she left stole shark. from like Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're so good. Well, I sorry, I, I got this confused with Lana Del Rey because I was thinking of Scarlet Envy, the drag queen who looks mm. like Lana Del Rey to me. Sure. Uh-huh. But she just did, they did this like challenge on All Stars where they all had to be a celebrity, hey right? And uh, it's Scarlet Envy had to be Katy Perry and like do a song yeah, like, as Katy Perry. Yeah, like was <laughs> Katy Perry. Forced. But then Scarlet Envy did a good job and it was like, mm. uh, but then someone on Reddit was like, Scala Envy was there for Katy Perry's downfall and took her powers. And then someone found a screenshot of when Katy Perry did Swish Swish at um on SNL with like the backpack kid. Yeah. And one of her background oh. dancers was Scarlet Envy. Oh, no kidding. Which I, I was she like, had this drag is queens. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they freaky Friday'd. Yeah, they freaky uh, friday then. They, they held on to some, I wish I were you just, just one day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, um, any other highlights, lowlights, any like stray observations or something like that? Like um, I've, I've highlighted about. this on the podcast previously, but Overtime is yes. so good. Uh, the chorus where she's whispering and she's like, Drown me alive. Uh, let's go into overtime. It's so good. Uh, I just love the drum sound on it too. Like the drum machine oh, yeah. sound mm-hmm. is really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. This, I, this, uh, the production of this whole album feels like, feels so like a little bit like it's so crisp and clean. It feels like, I don't know, like sometimes I feel like production gets so like convoluted. And then mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes it's nice to do like production that feels like I could do a little bit. You know what I mean? Not that I feel yeah. like I could do this, but I feel like it's like, it's not crazy. They're not doing anything yeah. too crazy. Feels inclusive. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think too, yeah. I mean, it's a throwback to like 70s and 80s, which was a simpler time. And uh, so, yeah, production wasn't quite as crazy, I feel like. But uh, 
but yes, you're right. It's so clean and precise and yeah, no, it, it, it feels, it's very accessible. Yeah. And that accessibility is like what makes the podcast work too. It just like, it makes celebrities kind of feel like, you know, your pals a little bit. Oh, I meant like, podcast. No, 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 no. They, we're no. untouchable. We yeah. untouchables. <laughs> like the podcast, like, you know, uh, table manners, uh, just like um, mm -hmm. where Jesse wears, like, she's not like, welcome to my weird minimalist mansion or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I'm sure if Jesse Ware was on like one of those uh, architecture digest things. She'd be like, uh, like uh sorry my house is so messy it's like you know i don't know she feels normal you know <laughs> yeah this i love to display lines normal display in my house <laughs> like baby toys like on on the floor and stuff like that yeah, yeah. normalize uh, normalize loving toys. your husband the baby toys. <laughs> yeah like normal. by the way like the baby's staying with uh jesse Ware. <laughs> like <laughs> baby. He, doesn't, he doesn't have anywhere to live so he's just he's, he's like he's too nice to say no <laughs> He's like, Mom, how could the gays love you? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's about that's it for me, really. Um, mm -hmm. Let's go through final thoughts on ratings. Uh, the way this works is we'll uh, rate this album out of 10 and uh, do a final metric at the end. Um, so I'll go first. I like this record. I had a great time listening to it. I definitely want to keep listening to it and like revisit it and put stuff on my playlist and whatever um and just like paid even closer attention to production and uh i love the sophisticated pristine pop she presents the experience of listening to the album though felt like smoking a pack of cigarettes uh, just like you know uh, just like you know you know that punishment like you know in like tv shows where like the dad makes the kid like smoke like i caught you smoking so you have to smoke the entire pack of cigarettes which insane yeah <laughs> which is like an insane punishment but like the idea of like you know like so like oh i like this and then like you smoke the whole pack and like oh this sucks and then you kind of like you're at, a month later you're like hooked on like cigarettes yeah. like, oh you like disco like, music <laughs> yeah. felt like listening to it like sitting down on the couch and like writing notes on it and stuff like that was kind of like a little taxing um but now that i'm like kind of free from having to do that i'm i know i'm gonna like this a lot mm -hmm. um so that's kind of how i feel um yeah perfect production you know a likable central star great vocals amazing production layered production uh groovy uplifting you know mood setting so i like this a lot so i'm gonna give this um i'm gonna give this uh nine kisses you gave me that i keep hitting rewind on so yeah <laughs> nice well i love this record i i do it i do i will attribute it to michael and his constant sharing of it um so it's, it was throughout the year yes. throughout the year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh yeah, the, again, the production is pristine. Um, the writing is good. I think it's like it's fine. I didn't blow me away, but like I think I don't really care because everything else is so immaculate. And yeah, again, she sounds great. I love the breathy emotional vocals. Um, the drums sound good. The synths are just in your face. Um, yeah, I think like I will be bopping this for like the rest of my life. And I, so I will give it nine and a half dogs that follow you through the night with the scent of your cologne out of 10. <laughs> uh, all right. 
as you all know, this is one of my favorite albums of the last year. It's maybe one of my favorite albums of all time. If you were wow. to ask me for a top five of all time right now, this would be in it. So <laughs> very cool. Um, and I don't see it going anywhere. Um, I mean, I was listening to it like re- on repeat even until she reissued it with the new tracks, you know. So um, I have mm-hmm. to imagine it'll be with me for a lot longer. Um, it's my favorite of the disco revival that's come up recently. Um, and I lo- do love disco music. Um, I think it's really amazing. I'm going to give it 11 out of 10 uh, sexual eye contacts. Whoa. So, highest wow. rating ever. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, that's our um, episode on Jesse Ware. Um, now let's get through our. <gasps> I've been meaning to listen to that. And, and we, we did. Playlist. All right. So uh, I got a pick. I got two picks. First pick is, uh, you know, because she has that kissy sound effect. Um, and like, uh, kiss kiss it better. What's it called? Um, save a kiss. Save a kiss. Save kiss no, 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 no. Read my lips. Read my lips. Oh, geez. By the way, I like. So, so great strings i love the strings in this song this album too just like i to me strings make everything better um but like mm. yeah like the kissy sound effect reminded me of uh kiss from prince click you don't have to be beautiful you know um but like um so good so bassy so bouncy and fun like prince is definitely the architect of a lot of r&b pop music and stuff like that oh like yeah one of the one of the big architects of it um i want to do like a month on him one day we'll see mm-hmm. um put him on our march madness next year um even though like he's problematic too um but um yeah who isn't I, I, well, just you wear. But yeah, like read my lips. It's just like it, that kiss is just like the so funky. So like I love the layered instrumentals. It's just like it's all of it's so memorable. It's like just a perfect like funk song. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then also uh, All That by Carly Rae Jepsen. Click. <gasps> I almost put that on. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so, it's like one of my favorite of her songs ever. Oh, yeah. Like, and like, um, I was so upset that she took that off her set list for the dedicated tour because she mm. did it half for half the tour and then she put a different song on later. I was like really oh, bummed out by that. Yeah. Um, but like, um, it's so good. It's like all that is just like body perfect body roll song um and it's just it's like kind of like her ascending into like this new plane for me of just like her becoming a disco god or like a you know like a pop god in my opinion just like where the first three songs are good and good to great but then it's just like like all that's like whoa i did not know she was capable of a song like this like that's Mm. so sultry and sexy and like cool well all that that. all that sounds like it would fit on jesse ware's album yeah Yeah. and like the last like show me if you want me Mm. like that bit is incredible and the slap bass oh it's so yeah like dev hines i like 
I mm-hmm. she similar to Jason Ware too. Like she worked with a lot of cool. She has her main guy, but she worked with a lot of cool producers. And like you know, with uh, all that, Dev Hines did the production on that, which is like he's so cool. And like Dev Hines like underrated Carly before he worked with her. It's like yeah, the call me maybe girl. I don't know about this. And then he he mm. worked with her and was like really impressed by what she did. Um, so I, that's amazing. So love it. Nice. Uh, my song this week is Forget Me Nots by Patrice Russian. Click. Uh, but this also feels like it could fit on this Jesse Ware album. Uh, it's just a very great uh, disco pop disco pop song and uh, got a great slap bass in it. I'm a sucker for a good slap bass. And uh, just like the catchiest chorus like ever. It's so fucking catchy. And uh, yeah, it's a great song. That's truly like really all I have to say about it. Yeah, listen to it. That's it. That's all I got. I too am a sucker for a good slap bass or good bass line. Um, And I will be talking about our other disco queen, Dua Lipa. We're going to cover the whole (laughs) gambit. And my pick is If It It Ain't Me by Dua Lipa from her reissue of Future Nostalgia. Click. Connection got me feeling like I've known you my whole life. Wow. Um, this song is my rich. Huh? I haven't heard this one. Oh, it originally featured Normani and was leaked oh. before Future Nostalgia even came out. Uh, wow. But because of the delay of Normani's career, because of the pandemic, she was dropped as a feature from this and it was put on this bonus track. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, she wasn't that good on it. Uh, if you were oh, to listen to the leak anyway, so it's all good. Um, Normani, it was Normani has like a very specifically crafted career, I feel like, or like the powers that be want to specifically craft her career, but cannot control, you know, COVID. So, hmm. um, anyways, sure. this song really good, uh, really fun. I think, uh, Dua Lipa is, you know, so charismatic, such a like all star. Yeah. Um, glad we have, you know. Dua Lipa does not give me I could meet her vibes. Jesse Ware gives me I could meet her vibes, even though I will never meet either of them. You know what I mean? But even so. like with just with Dua Lipa, like, you know, the meme about her was like her lack of stage presence and like her weird <laughs> stiff dancing. And then like now she's like killing it. She's mm-hmm. she looks so good on stage. And like it's just like just goes to show like life is long and like careers are long and you could always be better. And like I, I just find that very did you, ever, to me. did you see the interview where she said that people were making fun of her so much it made her want to become a good dancer and people were like did you y'all hear that Dua Lipa said bullying works like, <laughs> Dua Lipa advocate uh, for bullying yep notorious so, bullying well, there advocate. you go there you go. <laughs> uh, but like it, it's like um yeah but like you know um yeah that's great I love that song. I, I, I no, I, I don't love it because I didn't hear, hear it yet. But like, I love that album like a lot. So yeah, <laughs> check it out, John. You should listen to Future Nostalgia also. I should. Yes. Yeah, it's I, good. It's good. I will get to it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's get through. Uh, uh, all right. So that's great. Uh, so let's get through. Um, you know, plugs. Uh, you can find me at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Sean at uh t1 underscore sean also i changed my username on instagram because you kept getting it wrong on the podcast so i was like i'll just change it also it makes more sense to just change it well what was the 599 in reference to actually like t1 is like you know it's so it's goofy but it was my blood sugar when i went into the hospital (laughs) wow Um, yeah yeah 
back. Like, uh, it's like meaningful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is me uh, lemon talk at lemon taco 0208, which is Jesse Ware's husband's phone number. Uh, you can also <laughs> find me. You can also find me on Twitter at diabetic twink. And like, yeah, uh, lemon taco on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, uh, also at lemon taco 208. <laughs> I that's it. not true. That's not true. Fake news. It's not true. Uh, wrong. Um, but yeah, wrong. remember that. Remember that. Remember that was when that was wrong. a part of our lives. And our have you guys seen thoughts. the? Have you guys seen the video where Melania Trump goes hello and interrupts <laughs> everybody? Hello, hello. Uh, he's he's strong. Big burger, he's like, what's he's that? an adult. Like, he's strong. Yeah. He's handsome. He's strong and <laughs> handsome and smart, and he's an adult. My favorite part of that video isn't even her saying hello. It's like the the, the cut to her and she's just smiling and nodding. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, it's that same video editor that's made one million of these where like Oprah is yeah. talking to someone is like, mm, mm, mm. and then they're like talking and she's like, mm, mm, mm. like a million times when we talk. So good. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, you could uh, follow the show at hello. IBMT. <laughs> Do you have something to say, Michael? <laughs> you can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and uh, yeah, so now we'll have that was a great episode. Um, uh, very mean episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but Why you gotta uh, be so mean? Why you gotta be so rude? Oh, I'm gonna marry you anyway. Marry that girl. Okay. So, like, um, now we'll have a closing sentiment from <gasps> Michael Lipitano. Okay. And my closing sentiment is <laughs> even if you're dizzy, it doesn't mean you should want to die when you turn 60. Bye, Bye. everybody. <laughs> Thanks so Truth. much, everybody. Truth. Have a good day. Click. Clonk. <laughs>